0: The Devil's Playground. I was crying out, then screaming, gasping for air, for daylight and salvation. But but then... Then I was back in the bowels of the ship as I had been for hours. No hole had been dug, no demonic carnies mocking me in joyous celebration. It was... It was all in my head—equal parts madness and the devil's design—a a playground of horrors. I glanced around and realized that I had been digging at steel, and it, it was in—it was—in that moment of realization of of clarity—that I knew one thing was certain. No matter if I made it out of this nightmare or not, I would be leaving my fingernails far behind. I would be leaving bits and pieces of my flesh and soul in this world of damnation. <sighs> the offering The Gospel of Conroy. Pay in full to him beyond the massive frames of the demonic predators there he was in the form of Mr. Thetapet taking shape a darkened blob becoming a walking human-like form of existence with the top hat and grin <coughs> I, I levered my body off of the floor at the sight of the devil's approach, and I almost choked on what had been churning in my stomach. I could feel bile forcing its way into my esophagus. I've grown crazily defiant to the end, and as I, I look the devil in the eyes, ignoring the fact that my vision was blurring from the loss of blood, and I... I couldn't... I couldn't discern if the hallucinations were a part of it or not. Those eyes... The devil's eyes looked directly into my own... And they were filled with an evil so palpable it projected ripples into its red irises like heartbeats of acid. They could have leaked like the yolk of a broken egg into my own, blinding me. It was a literal manifestation of hate, and, and that, and that was why I thought it was hallucinating. But it was also a certainty that the red in the devil's eyes was dripping down its cheeks like burning trails. Traces of mercury with only black eye pouring in within the sockets. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, 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 I was... Crazy, and none of this was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Sure, that had to be it. Why the hell not? My sanity had become as flawed as my grandfather's, shattered like a mirror. Yes. Yes, I was in a padded cell somewhere, nice and comfy, rocking back and forth, back and forth in a wheelchair, wild stories in my head, drool past my lips, shock therapy and curfew. <laughs> Delightful. But I knew this wasn't the case. Why was I aware of the darkness around me if it was, hmm? In the place where the demons had taken me stale fetid hair not the gentle breeze of a sanitarium's front lawn and if i was that crazy then why was mr thetipet still there smiling at me hmm? dressed in a white lab coat now with a stethoscope decorating his neck More mysteries to be unlocked, more puzzle pieces of bone and flesh to solve. But first, first I had to worry foremost about the fact that the beasts might yet be nearing for a final encore. I suspected that the shadows had no need to devour me yet. But they indeed started to drag me further into the darkness, further from the light from Abigail. That's not a good sign. (laughs) I couldn't question why my throat was too raw. Regardless, their replies would have only been snarls of rage. Perhaps they would keep me in privacy away from the eyes of the real world. (laughs) I wanted to gather my voice long enough to ask if Mr. Thetapet was too much of a coward to kill me himself. I wanted to do that. I wanted me to be defiant to the end, and so I said nothing, forcing myself to remain calm in my final minutes or, or hours whatever. Accept your fate, Randy. Go out like a man. Like Papa. But as Mr. Tetaped knelt over me like a demonic moral judge, that damn grin ever present, i I felt a searing pain in my chest, my my, my my back, and then my forearms, the devil was reaching past sinew and muscle for my soul. At, at least it felt as if that was what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> My God. (laughs) I said, so simple. So simple to the point. No more words were needed. God. Mr. Thetapet replied through his grin. No, no, no. Such a pity that you you bring to him. You pity. Oh, God, God does not hear the sinners. I wanted to be brave. I wanted to be brave, but but the devil was now devouring chunks of my flesh. So so all I could do was scream. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? My voice echoing harshly as I bellowed with all of my might. What the fuck do you want from me? Mr. could couldn't help but smile. Whispers in the Cries Written and performed by Matthew Ewald Produced by Star Chaser Productions Ghosts and Legends Attraction Entrance D-Deck Orf Tower Elevator Level 1, after the fall. Abigail paced back and forth across the cement floor. She knew I would have entered through these doors because this was where the paranormal shipwalk tour began. It was also the area where a tour was given to relate the story of war brides during World War II about the fitting of the anti-aircraft guns, the 70th anniversary of its maiden voyage, and more recent events. It was all history and sapia captured in the gritty black and white of memory. Where she stood before these massive double doors and God, how they hadn't loomed so large before, was where the Queen Mary's storied history was left behind to be replaced by that of the paranormal. This is where it began. She knew that I had to have stepped through these doors. There is no other way. I didn't necessarily have to exit through them though, but I could have easily exited through the first class swimming pool area. That is, if I could find my way as the ship truly was a maze and non-linear path of darkness and shadows, but it was something in her gut. Something she felt all the way down to the marrow in her bones. Something that told her I would be back. That I would be released from whatever torments lie beyond. I would come back into the light of day. Through these two doors. Now four, or was it six hours later? She wasn't so sure. That was how long she had waited, hours. Hours that felt like an eternity. And then those doors exploded open. And the bloody mess that remained of me of them. Randy Conroy toppled through. Abigail could only see the huge amounts of blood, hear my never-ending screams and stare into my eyes that were permanently wide in fear and pain, Gulping down the air to the point of hyperventilation, I fell into her waiting arms as she pulled me close, and my screams, continued screams that could wake the dead. It was the worst sound she had ever heard. People gathered, hearing the commotion and security personnel raised toward us. somewhere in the distance police and EMTs were already dispatched, my body steamed with heat that it was cold to the touch, like, like a dead body released from hell. I was on the same path that the angels were, the angels from the hellish nightmare of carnies and demonic Nazis, yes. I was like the angels, forever falling and sheared clean of all that made me whole. Abigail was crying and screaming herself. I could hear what had happened, my god, what had. And through my bloody screams, I could only mutter. Get me off this ship!